You're listening to the Namaste Babe podcast, a high vibe hangout for the spiritually woke woman ready to make quantum leaps in her life, business, and bank account. I'm your host, Kiki Yura, and I refuse to play by the rules. I'm an X9 to Fiber turned spiritual life and business coach, master NLP practitioner, and founder of the Namaste Babe brand. I'm here to lead you into your divinity so you can manifest a life and business you are wildly obsessed with. Each week, you can expect episodes from myself and guest experts who are leaders in their field. The episodes are dedicated to your expansion on all things mindset, money, and manifestation. It is my intention that these episodes help you raise your vibration, tune into your truth, and step into a life you fucking love. Are you ready? Let's slay. Hello, 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 Namaslayers. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode, more specifically to another 11 Ways to Slay episode. You guys love these little nuggets so much. However, I can't guarantee that this is going to be a short one, but I'm going to try my best. So this is 11 Ways to Slay Your Success. And I wanted to bring back another 11 Ways to Slay episode. Um, But there are just so many ways to slay your success and so many success principles that I have implemented in my life, my business, that I really came to the conclusion that I can't fit them all into one episode. So we are going to do another series. And I know we kind of just did one, but we're doing it again. This is my podcast. I do what I want. (laughs) So bring out your journal, bust it out, take some notes, because I know that this this week and next week are going to be so full of juicy nuggets that you are going to want to listen to this, um, regardless of whether you have a business or not. These principles can be applied to anyone, right? It is not just for entrepreneurs. And I really want to make that clear because success principles are for self-mastery, right? They can be applied to anyone just wanting to up level, to do better. So this is what we are going to be talking about today. I am so excited. And I want to remind you that success is not an accident. One of the things that I hate hearing from people, and I say this with so much love, but it really frustrates me when I hear people say the word or the phrase, oh, you're so lucky. And here's the thing. I am not. I mean, I tell myself I'm lucky all the time, but I, this is not an accident. My success is not something that came overnight. There is no luck when it comes to it. It is my, the result of my commitment to myself and taking action in alignment with my desires over and over and over and over again. So that is the one thing I want you to keep in mind as we go through this. Success is a choice. It is not something that happens to you on a whim, okay? So here we go, 11 success principles, 11 ways to slay your success. First and foremost, this is going to come as no surprise to you guys, set a morning routine. 
Anyone who has worked with me or has followed me for any amount of time will know the level of importance I stress on having some sort of morning routine. And this is the thing, it doesn't have to look the same every single day, but it is the most imperative, most important principle of success, I believe, um, by, by filling your cup first thing in the morning, by carving out time for you to set your day up for success. And the way that you start your day is going to determine and dictate how the rest of that day is going to go, right? If you start off and you are just rushing out the door, you're likely going to be feeling like you're rushing throughout the rest of your day. So by setting an intention to pour into yourself first and foremost each and every single day, you're not only going to be more successful, but you're going to be able to handle whatever life throws at you with so much more grace and ease. You all know the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So fill your cup first. This success principle has been the greatest game changer, not only in my life, but my business as well. Uh, Number two, guide yourself with gratitude. So I always say that gratitude is the ultimate gateway. This has proven so true for me ever since I have started leading myself with a grateful heart. Everything has just shifted. and. The thing that I say to my clients is that if you can't appreciate what you currently have, you will never be able to create more. And there is always, always, always something to be grateful for. So if you find yourself in a state of lack, if you find yourself in a state of scarcity, I really want you to go inward and say, okay, what is it that I'm grateful for? And I do sometimes like this rampage of gratitude where if I'm in a shitty mood or if I am just feeling low, I will catch myself in my bitching, in my moaning because I am human and I do that too. And I will immediately just say, okay, what can I be grateful for right now? And I start listing all of the things that I am grateful for until I start to feel my energy shift. And I guarantee you, you will feel your energy shift. So each and every morning, I commit to writing down three to five things that I'm grateful for right now in this very moment. And going back to that idea of like, oh, I, but Kiki, I have nothing to be grateful for. Yes, you do. You are listening to this podcast right now on some sort of device. If you are listening on Apple, right, you're probably listening on a phone or on a computer. If you have Spotify and you're listening to this, that means that you have a subscription and you are paying at least, what, like $9.99 a month to have your subscription. Like that means that there is clearly an abundance of wealth in your life that you can pay that, right? That is something to be grateful for, to be getting this knowledge and all of that good stuff. So I can guarantee you that if you have a phone, you probably have a roof over your head, you probably have a bed to lay in at night, you have food in your fridge, right? You are the the Western person is doing better than I think 90, it's, 90 something percent of the world. 
that's wild, right? That is something in and of itself to be grateful for. So start each day with a grateful heart, which is going to then in turn put you in a better mood, which is going to result in a better relationship with yourself, a better relationship with everyone that you come in contact with in your day. And therefore, you are then going to be attracting more to be grateful for. This is how gratitude works. When you are grateful for everything you do have in your life, life gets better. Number three, think bigger than where you are currently at. Your current situation, I promise you, is not your final destination if you can choose to adapt to a reality that is bigger than where you currently are. If you can create this image in your mind that is larger than life, I promise you that even if you don't get to that larger than life moment, you're going to be better off than where you currently are now if you commit to thinking bigger every single day. If you can dream something in your mind, if you can imagine something in your mind, you can create it, you can become it. What is possible for you to envision in your mind is capable of you creating in your physical reality. And I cannot remember who said it, but there is a quote And I'm going to paraphrase because I'll probably, I'm going to end up butchering it. But the the quote goes something along the lines of everything is created twice. It's created first in your imagination and then in reality. You have to think it in order to create it, right? Everything that is in your physical reality right now was once a thought Wi-Fi, your computer, like think of all the technological advances that we have had over the last decade, let alone two or three decades, right? Uh, The internet is a relatively new invention. I think 1996, I believe. I could be wrong. It could have been in the 80s. But regardless, (laughs) the The invention of the internet, of us being able to connect all over the world in an instant, that is a blip in time compared to how long humans have been around, right? And so we are just on the forefront of technology, but look since the internet, everything that has been created. So you have to think bigger, you have to have that big picture in your mind if you are wanting to be successful. And with that, number four, create a vision. Without a vision, you have no direction, right? Without a vision, there is no roadmap for where you are trying to go. You're just going to aimlessly drive around in circles. Think about getting into a car and some some people do this, right? They get in a car and they're like, I don't know where I'm going. I'm just going to go and see where I end up. But if you adopt that mentality in your own life, you're not going to get very far. You are just going to allow life to happen to you. You are going to settle for a life that you, you could have had so much more potential for. So create a vision for yourself and then attach a strong why to it. Why is it that you want this vision? Because when you can attach the emotion to it, 
that is what's going to, and by emotion, I mean a strong emotion. That is what's going to get you up and out of bed every single day to work on creating that vision. And number five, this is one of my favorites, by the way, keep your promises to yourself. I say that this is one of my favorites because this is the one that I am the most at fault for. I wake up some mornings and I say, I am going to do X, Y, and Z. And then at the end of the day, sometimes none of those things get done. Sometimes only X gets done. And it's so easy for us to break our promises to ourselves, right? But why is it that we can keep our promises to others and we can't keep our promises to ourselves? When you are constantly breaking your promises, the ones that you make with yourself, you are subconsciously creating an identity of someone that you can't rely on, someone that you can't trust, someone who is an imposter, right? We all hear about imposter syndrome. One of the easiest ways to create an imposter syndrome is to break your promises to yourself. And then that creates this identity of someone who doesn't follow through, which leads to a lacking confidence in your abilities to see your goals through, which then brings me to my next principle. Number six, always be in integrity. I cannot tell you how important this principle is. This is one of the core values that I hold in my business. And I find it so hard (laughs) to fathom that others lack it. I had a conversation with one of my uh, clients the other day about integrity within the coaching world, mainly because it is an unregulated space. And one of the questions that she asked me, she goes, you know, I'm certified as a life coach. Um, You're certified in NLP. She goes, but how do I take on clients without and and tell them to you know create coaching businesses if they're not certified and I said okay this is a great question because first I started my business without coach uh without a coaching certification I started my business without my NLP certification but what I did have was my year's worth of life experience I had been through many trials and tribulations and had started doing the personal development work I was doing. At the time that I launched my coaching business, I was about two years in to a daily commitment of um, committing, committing to myself, pretty much. A daily commitment of a routine, of doing the inner work, of all of the mindset shifts. And that, for me, was enough to allow me to be a mindset coach. But what I didn't do was launch my business as a business coach because I truly didn't believe that I had enough experience at that point to take on clients to help them launch their own businesses. And so if someone had come to me at that time who needed anything outside of mindset coaching and I had taken them on, I would have been out of integrity. And this is what, so unfortunately, I see a lot of people in the online space doing is that they are taking on anyone, everyone and anyone because of 
the fact that they can make money doing it. They are not leading from a space of integrity. And I even had a client who came to me who said, you know, Kiki, I want to start a business, but there's a lot of stuff that I have been through. I want to be a trauma coach. I want to help people who have gone through really hard things. And she goes, and I think a lot of that is going to come up for me on the calls. And her and I had to have a very long conversation before both of us felt comfortable with working with one another. And that was one of the most integral things that I have ever done in my business was making sure that her and I were both getting into a container based on what we would both need from one another. And I also had to make sure that we were both going in with the right intentions. And one of the things that I asked her, I said, you know, are you looking for trauma healing from me or are you looking for business coaching from me? And she had said she had gone through all of that work, but she wanted to bring light to me that some of the things that we might talk about would be heavy. And that was something that I felt comfortable doing entering that space, that I could hold that space for her, despite the fact that I'm not trauma informed, which I made very clear to her at the beginning. And her and I both made that decision to continue and start this work together. But that came from a lengthy conversation of back and forth. And I think there's a lot of people that would just be after the sale and just be after, you know, the next client and all of these things. So really like asking yourself, am I leading my life? Am I leading my business from a space of integrity? It's about doing the right thing even when no one is watching. Because so many people will do the right thing when everyone is watching. But it's about being the person who does the right thing when no one is watching. Living a life of integrity is about living a life of truth. So there is absolutely nothing to hide and nothing to feel guilty about. Number seven, transform your envy into empathetic joy. I did an entire podcast episode about this topic because it is so so, so important to grasp. Essentially, empathetic joy is expressing gratitude, is about being happy when you are seeing others win. You're not making it about yourself. You're not um, acting jealous. You don't bash them. You don't get envious. You get excited instead. We have been so conditioned to believe, like the majority of people live in a scarcity mindset because we have been so conditioned to believe that there is not enough to go around and that we need to make competition instead of celebrating our friends, our families, our coworkers when, they're, when they are doing well. We live in this abundant universe. And so anything that you see someone else achieving is only an indication and a sign from the universe of what you can have too. Number eight, I want you to be willing to work for what you want and know that there is nothing that you cannot have. You are your only limit. And there are no limits as to what you can achieve during your time here on earth. Please, please, please understand that. The only thing holding you back from creating what you want are the limits that you have placed upon yourself in your own mind. 
So what do you believe is true for yourself? What do you believe you can have? What do you believe you can't have? And that is the only thing keeping you from having the most magical and abundant life. Number nine, I want you to take responsibility for where you are at in life. Where you are today is a direct result of every decision you have ever made or not made. If you want to change the person you are, you have to take responsibility for what got you to this exact moment in time. For the inaction, for the blaming other people, for the lack of drive or motivation or purpose that you have had up until this point. When you take responsibility for your life, that is when you take control of it. You shift yourself out of a victim mindset and into one of being a victor. This is really what um, a principle of NLP is all about. It's you move from living in a state of effect of your life to being at cause for it. You stop allowing life to happen to you and start letting it happen for you. Successful people are not those who have never experienced pain never experienced suffering in their lives. It's a matter of them being the people that take that pain and make something of it. They let it fuel them, right? They don't have an excuse as to why they can't do something because of their pain. They've used it to be the reason why they can. They've found a way to let go of it and to not let it drag them down or slow them down. So. Taking responsibility right now and accepting where you are and then deciding where you are going to be. Number 10, follow your own path. No matter where you are in life, what you do, someone is always going to have an opinion about it, okay? So you have to rise above that. You have to trust in your own internal compass and allow your intuition to be your guide. The people, and this is one of the hardest truths you're going to have to accept, is that the people closest to you will be the very first ones to try to convince you otherwise, to try to tell you why something may or may not work out. And this is all guised as love, right? But what it truly is, is their own fears and their own insecurities being projected onto you. Their fears and insecurities are based on their own experiences, not yours. So don't allow their limitations of what they believe to be possible for them to soil your beliefs about what is possible for you. If I had listened to my parents, or friends (laughs) when I was making the decision to leave my job, uh, I probably, not to say that I wouldn't have done it, but it like I had to be the person that was so convinced on why I wanted to do it and have my why at the forefront of why I was doing it to drive me, to fuel me. Because there are so many people out there that 
listen to the opinions of others and allow it to dictate their their choices and they don't end up getting anywhere, right? You're never going to be successful, happy, or fulfilled in this life if you are allowing the opinions of others to dictate who you are and what you do. So I want you to trust that the things that excite you and spark a fire within you are not random. They are not a coincidence. They are always connected to your purpose. So be true to yourself always. And finally, number 11, I want you to take this success principle to heart. I mean, I want you to take all of them to heart, but especially this one. You need to commit to being an emotionally intelligent human being. Successful people do not react to situations. They respond to them. They have committed to becoming emotionally intelligent. And this is one of the biggest things that I have learned in my time in business, in life, is that emotional intelligence will get you everywhere. It's also what makes you a powerful manifester. This is something that I teach inside Manifestation Mastery. Um, I teach it actually in a lot of my teachings because this has been probably the number one thing that has changed the game for me. Emotional intelligence is everything. And so what I want you to do is I want you to go and look at the emotional guidance scale. This is what is going to allow you to understand how emotions really are the dictator of what our current vibration is at. So anything that is below boredom and contentment starts to radiate out a powerful frequency the lower and lower you go um, with like fear and guilt and shame being some of the lowest vibrational frequencies, but being some of the most powerful. So asking yourself and getting honest with yourself, like what is my emotional set point? Where am I living on a day-to-day basis? And this negative, a lot of people, they once they start doing this work, they realize, holy fuck, I have been living my life in fear or in guilt or in shame. And I'm constantly attracting all of these negative situations, these negative people to me. Well, that's because that's what you're an emotional, you're, you're an energetic match for. So when you can realize that you are feeling low, you can say to yourself, okay, what am I feeling today? What would I label this emotion as? And asking yourself, how, what's the next best feeling thought that I can have? That choice to do that equation, I guess you could call it, over and over and over again is going to radically shift your life. Even if you're in a state, like an emotional set point of boredom or contentment, allowing yourself to try to work your way up the emotional guidance scale into one of happiness, into one of excitement, that is just going to bring more and more goodness to you. Gratitude, empowerment, knowledge, some of the highest vibrational frequencies are going to pull in 
more of what you want, but at a quantum speed, because that is now what you are an energetic match for. So you have to just keep working your way up the emotional guidance scale every single time, right? It's not about the fact that you can't manifest if you don't feel good. It's about choosing just to feel a little bit better. So when you become a master of your emotions, this is where the game changes. This is where you find success in every area of your life. So here we are, guys. That is the part one of 11 ways to slay your success. Going over it, let's just recap really quickly. Number one, set a morning routine. Number two, guide yourself with gratitude. Number three, think bigger than where you're currently at. Number four, create a vision. Five, keep your promises to yourself. Six, always be in integrity. Seven, transform envy into empathetic joy. Number eight, be willing to work for what you want and realize that there's nothing that you can't have. Number nine, take responsibility for where you are in life. Number 10, follow your own path. And number 11, commit to being emotionally intelligent. So there you have it, guys, the part one of 11 ways to slay your success. Let me know what principles you abide by when it comes to success and which ones these that I shared today resonated with you the most by taking a screenshot of this episode and tagging at NamasleyBabe over in your stories on Instagram. And I will see you next week for part two. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please spread all those good vibes by leaving a five-star review, as well as screenshotting this episode and tagging at NamasleyBabe over in your stories on Instagram. With love and light, the fiercest fuck goddess in me recognizes and honors the fiercest fuck goddess in you. And until next time, Namaste.